Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, here with Aaron Keller. And for the first time, we have Adam Cavanaugh. He is our statewide recreational shooting coordinator. I was really nervous to say that title, but I think I got it out. Welcome, Adam. Thank you for being on with us. Thank you for having me. And this was easy because I teased it on another podcast. We've actually been using your office. Our podcast room is now your office. Mm -hmm. So we just had to walk down the hall, set up in here, and you were already in here. And it kind of worked out for us. We just ambushed him. Yeah. We're like, Adam, (laughs) you're doing a podcast. He wasn't able to get away fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron was running a little late, and Adam was trying (laughs) to sneak out. He's like, i got to get over to Valley Road. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to get out of the office. (laughs) Lots to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, again, thanks for being here. And it's exciting to have you because this is a semi-new position it's changed a little bit. We did have it filled before, but it was actually based in Las Vegas. Um, I don't know, Aaron, should you take this one? Could you explain how we got this new position? And then we'll get into introducing Adam. Yeah. So um, in the past, this position was um, what we called the NASP coordinator, which is the National Archery in the Schools program. And they also covered um, bow hunter education and archery education. So it was a, almost all archery position. Um, and we had that for, um, quite a, quite a few years. Um, three different people held the position. Um, the last one left to, um, you know, stay at home with her family. And so that opened up the position again in 2022, we have, we're kind of going a little bit broader. And so we expanded the position and actually added a bunch of responsibility to it. And so now the position is the recreational shooting coordinator so they cover everything that shoots right anything that has a trigger or release anything like that um, all of those type of classes they're going to oversee that program so that could be um, archery still um, the national archery in the schools program still and then um, now it also includes like learn to shoot a rifle learn to shoot a shotgun learn to shoot a muzzleloader so any of those type of like learn to shoot classes or even like learn to hunt classes, but mostly the stuff that has to do with like recreational shooting. Um, Pittman Robertson funds come from the sale of ammo and firearms and bows and arrows and those type of things. And so we felt that it was um, important to expand this position to cover all of those things. So whether you're going to a shooting range and shooting or you're, um, sighting in your rifle or you're doing any of those, you know, shooting your bow, all those contribute to Adam's programs. So I felt that it was important for him to kind of oversee those programs and kind of promote that and um, get people excited about it. So Exactly. We, yeah. So we and made it a little bit more. Yeah. And then Adam was excited. I came, I think I was out on a Friday like out of the office on annual and then I come back on Monday and we have a brand new employee in our podcast room because it seemed like you were excited to get started and take over this new position oh yes very much so and um how does it feel to 
So how long has it been like a month now or two months? How long has it been that you've been here? It'll be uh, three months on the fourth. Okay. So how has it been like adjusting to this? We've made changes to this big position that Aaron said is so important. How does I, I don't feel? think there's a difficulty in the adjustment. It's just learning what's what you want to do, where all the helpers are, the volunteers, um, how to implement the programs in the different schools, dealing with the uh, school districts and whatnot, and then um, private organizations and just trying to get everybody together to get more of the training going. Okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot to kind of take in and try and organize because there is so many different ways you could go, right? So you could teach classes, you could rally volunteers, you could rally teachers, you could do all these different things, but like managing your time and kind of getting that organized and laying it out for the entire year is, is going to be a, a big task for Adam. But the cool thing, and um, I think it is the record for the quickest hire that we've ever <laughs> yeah. done. We interviewed him on Friday or Thursday, and then I think we offered it to him on Friday, and it was he was started work on Monday. Interviewed on Friday at 11 o'clock. I yeah. was offered the job at 4.35 on Friday, <laughs> yep. and I started on Monday. Yeah, so and he was super excited to get going, and uh, all the stars aligned, and we got the paperwork done. And, mm -hmm. and we really were excited to have Adam join our team. Um, he's got a, a cool background, which I think we should get yeah, into. For yeah, for sure. And then, uh, yeah, we were excited to get him started. So Yeah, no, I w definitely wanted to get into your background. And you've been such a positive energy since you've been in the office. It's been great to have you here. Seems like you're a great fit. A lot of what I think will come out of this position is up to the person we've hired. So I think it's important people know about you. What the is your background? The positive energy makes it that's easy just because of the position I got. I've been told 100 times it's the best job in the state out of Indow. <laughs> and I, I'd have to agree with one of the more I learn and the better I get at it, it's going to be the best job in awesome. Indow. So I'm the lucky one. Yeah. So as <laughs> for my, my background, I spent almost 18 years as a game warden out of California, um, where I worked from the coast uh, south of San Francisco all the way up to Truckee and pretty much patrolled everything in between. Wow. Uh, moved on from that position. Well, during that position, I also did the instruction for like firearms, defensive tactics, um, other types of training environments. Uh, from there, I also spent my time uh, being an, uh, a coach for football, youth football for a few years, uh, wrestling for club programs as their coach for middle school. Uh, any kind of teaching I can do and training that I can do, I just enjoy it a lot. So I do as much as I can. So you really do have a background that works great for this position. You have like the education background and then, you know, I mean, you were a game warden, you know, mm -hmm. the wildlife industry i guess you could say right how is that transition from game warden to conservation education i always picture the game wardens being more like our very serious black and white no gray area employees where con ed's like the fun ones <laughs> how is that been? it's an easy transition because you're moving into more of the fun stuff the stuff you don't you sometimes get to do as a warden but pretty much you're focusing more on the enforcement as opposed to getting out in like the other day when i did an intro to archery course for some a little school in South Reno. Uh, they aged from five to 11, and that day was awesome. Just mm -hmm. spending those two, three hours setting everything up and then teaching these little kids that had a hard time even pulling the bow and even holding the bow up. But once they got good, it was a good day. Just So that's a fun deal, coming in and getting to do that kind of stuff. And you're three months in and already in schools, helping kids learn how to shoot bows and arrows. Um, had they were the kids excited and interested in oh, it yes. <laughs> were they oh, like yeah. what's going on once they saw the bow they all started jumping around <laughs> oh. and they all wanted to play with the bows and shoot them and some of them were scared but 
you talk them and they get they finally got up and shot and and so um just as a plug for that if there's anybody that has any schools that are looking for this intro to archery for a quick one hour two hour session for the kids by all means get a hold of me and i'd like to put it together yeah and that's anywhere in the state yeah not not just up here near reno that's a good point you are our statewide mm-hmm. recreational shooting sports coordinator so um yeah, yeah I, w- I wanted to go back statewide. to kind of the game warden thing that was one of the the pluses for us when we interviewed adam was that he he did come from that kind of structured game warden background because in shooting or um, in teaching people how to shoot anything, um, firearms, bows, anything like that, you want them to be safe, right? Mm-hmm. You don't, we have a very good, clean record of, of no accidents happening in any of our classes. And so to, to have that kind of strict formal background is, is, was a positive for us. Um, I think that's what I was trying to say and I couldn't figure out how to word it. It is like what better person to educate firearm safety than right a game warden. And then also <laughs> Adam's going to be out there and a lot of people um when you wear this shirt um you get asked a lot of like trivia questions. We've <laughs> talked about it in a bunch of other podcasts and so Adam has that background where he knows what he knows and then if he doesn't he won't give bad information Mm -hmm. he's going to go back and look it up and make sure he gets the right information and gives it to him and and i think people appreciate that especially our volunteers our instructors they're very um well how would you describe a a range like a range safety instruct officer set in their ways yeah very excited but like very um yeah very strict Mm-hmm. Um, they know what they need to do. They know what they don't, what you can't do. Right. And, uh, so I think Adam's personality is very, um, good for that type of position. So yeah, I agree. Yep. Good fit all around. Yeah. And then Adam, you did say people should reach out to you if they want to start classes. How do they, how do they reach you? Um, they can get me by my email at adam.cavanaugh at org. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> um, they can uh, contact me on my my business line. Yeah, and we can uh, you can find Adam's contact on the website endout.org. Oh yeah, uh, it's because sh- because yeah. his Kavanaugh is kind of tricky. There's no U in Kavanaugh. So. No, and it's a K. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> so make sure you get a hold of them. You can look him up though um, on our learn. To that's shoot probably page the best way to after go after education mm-hmm. stuff. So yep, if you go yep. to learn and discover, we have a whole page dedicated to all of our education courses, and you could find all of our contacts, including Perfect. Adam. Which, actually, now that I think of it, I'm the website updater. I need to make sure your contacts <laughs> there. <Yeah. laughs> but it will be by the time this podcast airs. Yep. Um. There's so much more I want to get into. Like, I'm look, I'm keeping an eye on our time, but we still have a couple minutes. But um, just what have you been doing <laughs> since you've got here in these last three months? Like you said, you've already been doing classes. Like, what has your focus been? Uh, there's multi-pronged focuses. There's all different ideas, all kinds of irons in the fire right now of trying to set up certain classes or um, uh, events, trying to sign up, uh, build a, what I like, I like to call my, my shooting compound where there'll be archery air rifle and then hopefully some other type of shooting um events at one location that i can bring around the state so building that build, building up that program and getting the equipment for it is that where you're always going you always are in your truck i always see you driving i'll go out on like a little walk outside the building and you'll be driving <laughs> away or i'm giving 
other staff members the key to your <laughs> truck when all your stuff is in there. Yeah. Um, that happened the other day. Uh, so what? And it, you always have a ton of equipment. So is that what it is? Then you're. Um, yes, I'm. I'm being that I've only had three three months at the job. I'm still learning where everything is, what I have, what I can use, and then trying to get that equipment together to advance all the shooting sports. Yeah, his program or his position does manage a lot of inventory and it manages mm -hmm. inventory through across the state and so he's just wrapping his head around how much that stuff there actually is i get stressed with my little inventory sheet and i have like four things on it <laughs> yep <laughs> so yep so he's got i mean he's probably got i mean it's under other people as far as inventory but he probably has a hundred guns um hunt i mean a thousand bows yeah. maybe yeah um you know tons of targets and um, all sorts of ammo, ammunition and arrows. And so, I mean, he's got to, he's got to kind of get that organized and mm -hmm. figure out where everything's at and make sure it's stored right and how he wants it. And so, exactly. And yeah. now, I mean, it was a position v based in Vegas before. Yep. And so now it, he's it in was in Vegas and other locations. Yeah. So. It started in Vegas, then it moved to Reno, then it moved back to Vegas and now it's back in Vegas. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I'm sure there's stuff all yeah, over. We're Your sharing stuff is scattered all over the yeah, state. We're sharing the love the entire <laughs> yeah. state. And uh, I think that's, that's one thing that's, that's really cool about this job is you, um, Adam's position is you get to play with, I mean, basically you get to play with guns and bows all day, all day. Yeah. i mean it's awesome yeah. like yeah. who doesn't love that <laughs> well i yeah. want to get into more of what your vision for the position will be moving forward and also i want to get back to the you mentioned it a little bit just the importance of having a job like this but we're going to do that right after this quick break you're listening to nevada wild if you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we're joined by our new statewide recreational shooting coordinator i had to look at my notes for that one <laughs> adam um welcome once again um we've been talking to you all about what you've been doing you've only been here three months so what you've been doing with this position so far so i wanted to ask you where do you hope to see this position go moving into the future what are your big goals with it um expand on the all the shooting sports bigger throughout the the entire state of nevada all not just the big cities but in the rural areas give more opportunities for individuals to come out not just the kids but also adults to come out and get introduced into muzzleloader archery you know rifles um, that kind of deal so that maybe that'll evolve into more activity outside and then more people at the range maybe even some folks signing up to go hunting for the first time um, I'd like to build up certain uh, programs that I'm working on that I can implement throughout the regions where the, uh, the instructors in those areas can just take it and go and teach all the stuff that I'd hope to get out there. Okay, and um, that's actually a good segue to something I did want to talk about, which, Aaron, you may want to take this, just the importance of having someone, having a position like this to introduce people to shooting sports. Why is that? From an outsider, I didn't used to have this wildlife background. I don't hunt. Yeah. Tell me why that's important. Yeah, so the it was it was kind of funny when we started 
brainstorming Adam's position and how it would change from how it was in the past, he started adding these things onto like his, what we call like essential functions, right? The things he do, does every day. And the more we added, the more fun it sounded, which is great, right? That's what we want. We want people out there having fun. And I think that's kind of, but we also want them to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so somebody that's l- interested in shooting, whether that's a bow or a firearm, um, we want them to feel comfortable signing up for the department's courses. You know, it could be learn to shoot a shotgun for the first time. And they're coming out there. They potentially never held a shotgun before. And so we want them, we're going to start from the very beginning. We're going to fit them to the correct shotgun. And then we're going to go through on how to how to shoot it, whether that's um, a clay target or a static target or and um, they should be able to leave that class with a pretty good understanding of how to shoot, how to handle, how to make sure it's unloaded, um, how to store it, how to put it in and out of a vehicle, things like that. And uh, so Adam's job is is very cool in that it's it is it's all the fun stuff, but it's also breaking down those barriers to recreational shooting. That's why we called that position that rather than just like a, a shooting coordinator or even just a, you know, a firearm instructor or, you know, there's all these different terms for it, um, range safety officer. Um, but we wanted the fun part, which the recreational part of it, which is you could go out and shoot and you don't have to um, shoot to hunt. You could just go out and shoot and a lot of people do it, tons of people. And uh, so, yeah, we want to we want to make these these classes fun and. And Adam has some some great ideas to kind of um, break down those barriers to recreational shooting, but then also make it fun and kind of interactive. And um, so if anybody's listening and they want to get involved, um, we recruit volunteer instructors to come out and help us. And I kind of joked about it in the the first half is they're very rigid and they're very, um, very strict when you're on the range, but they're off the range. They're some of the nicest people and some of the most um, fun people to talk to about firearms and bows and and uh, they just love it. They're they're like addicted to it. So it sounds cool. like that's what's the perfect fit for that position. Yeah, it's all about shooting safety. Yeah. So if you like to shoot or you like to um, to get people into shooting, um, definitely hit up Adam and and we'll try and plug you into some of our programs. Yeah. So there's mul- there's multiple benefits to this position and everything you're trying to do with it. It's making people feel safe out there. Um, and I mean, like you said, Keller breaking down the barriers, but, um, Adam, you mentioned it earlier. It also is just introducing more people to the outdoors, which is something we're always trying to do at Endo. Um, what are some of the other courses you think you'll, you'll throw out there? Like what are some of your ideas? Some of the other courses in regards to the, um, archery. Yeah. Or Um, just any of the shooting stuff. I know you have some, some stuff kind of written down and. We're putting him back. He's know, like, I already the got the job. <laughs> I already got, spot. like, this why are you interviewing me? <laughs> <This is an laughs> interview. um, I'm trying to get a more interactive type of archery program for something that is more mobile, mm-hmm. where you can do um, an actual target that moves across in front of you, changes direction and angles mm-hmm. to do a more live-like uh, event. It also can be done with the air rifles at the same time for a moving target if you don't want to shoot a 3D target or a deer or something. You can shoot at a square target just the same. Um, trying to open that up for the experience is more realistic than just a stagnant shooting at a target that doesn't move. That's one of my ideas that I'm working on right now. Yeah. Why'd you look at me? <laughs> I, <laughs> I was listening. No, I was like <laughs> listening. Um, what are what are um, 
so we we do arrow building um for archery we do some bow tuning stuff mm -hmm. um how how excited are you to learn more than you already know oh big time super excited about it i can't stop reading all the procedures and the the other um classes just to see what i can get out of it i mean i've done hunting for a very long time i've done archery for a good while and i'm still learning something new almost every day i go out and especially with the people that i meet when i'm out there and the knowledge they have so okay, i just keep learning and yeah. not just archery when get into the rifles and the shotguns um learning that learning about air rifles and um the calibers and you know all the shooting techniques and whatnot i'm still learning on every one of those right and i think that is another good point about the volunteer instructors mm -hmm. or the range safety officer guys um just how knowledgeable they are and and so if you're not if your ego is not too big <laughs> you know you can learn a ton from those yes. guys we have a uh, shout out to kingston wolf he's uh all about muzzleloaders and mm -hmm. every time i talk to him he has like a cool story or a cool photo of like these flintlock muzzleloaders that he you know or some sort of thing that he has and he, he just nerds out on it oh, and yes. he loves it it's awesome so that's what i keep blinking every i have something to say while you're talking and then <laughs> right when you look at me i get like i'm like what was i gonna say that's what i was gonna say i know what i was gonna say um it is part of the job and being in con ed we actually just did a podcast last week by the time this one airs um with our urban wildlife coordinator who's also brand new and um part of all of our positions here at Endow is we're just constantly learning and who knows you'll probably have to learn about things that aren't even related to shooting and mm -hmm. just related to Nevada's wildlife because while you're out there at schools and stuff people are going to be asking you oh yes <laughs> mm -hmm. it's one of the fun parts of being in con ed mm -hmm. um did you actually have to I know what else I wanted to ask um I was not in the interviews because I have really nothing to do with this position but um I wanted to ask what, did you actually have to come in with a plan and some of your ideas to your interview when you got the job? Some questions are asked in regards to what I thought I was going to do or what I wanted to do or yeah. um, how I felt about trying to implement certain programs and whatnot. So yeah. that was asked in there. That's why I'm like, I'm sitting here. I just see so much why you got, you're just like the perfect fit for this <laughs> job. So yeah, I was like, did he say that in his interview? Yeah, he has <laughs> a very diverse background where it was, it was fun to interview Adam. Yeah. Because it was it got us excited and we're like, Oh yeah, that's that's what we need. That's that's the guy. And that's why it went so fast when we hired him. Mm -hmm. We were like, All right, this is this is the guy. We we don't need to, to mess around and <laughs> do a second interview or anything like that and so we we got him on there. But um another thing I wanted to kind of bring up is kind of the core of what the position kinda used to be, which is and it still is a very big part of it, which is the National Archery in the Schools program. Mm -hmm. And kind of like what you see um, going on with that program with for me it's one of my number one priorities is to expand as many schools into the program or bring back schools that used to be in the program and uh you know get more opportunities for the kids in the schools uh, my number one goal and focus right now is washoe county uh, unfortunately the school district at this point we just don't have nas in the schools yet and i hope that i can uh, break that wall down talk to the right folks, let them know how safe it is, um, and get that in the pro because that would be really good. There's a lot of schools, a lot of kids, and a lot of teachers and parents that want NASP in the schools here in Washoe County. So that's my biggest goal for number one goal is to get Washoe County on board. Yeah, it is kind of ironic that we have it in every other county except for the county that you now right. work in. Yeah. Right. 
So, so I need to step it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's your goal is to get it in there. So if anybody's listening, has any contacts or yes. can help Adam out. And that was a pri. I mean, the position was almost primarily an ask before. So mm-hmm. now that's one thing you have on top of a bunch of stuff. But you don't I even think notice all the other things yeah. on top. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what does it mean to have? I guess once your school has NASP for people who don't know what, so what, where do you go from there? Like, what is it once it's in the school? Is it like a PE program or? It's, it's, it's in, during the school, it's in your PE program. Um, it's an elective class. And then from there, once you practice at least five hours a week, then you can go into the competitions of tournaments and you'll have, a, you'll have local tournaments. Hopefully now that everything's getting better about getting together. Uh, then you'll have your statewide, and you can qualify for the nationals um, tournaments. So it's one more sport that your kid could compete in, that, um, and maybe it's something that interests them and excites them more than what's already in their schools. And it's also a sport that pl- uh, levels the playing field. You don't have to be the best athlete, the fastest runner, the, the quickest swimmer, or the tallest person in order to do this. You can be across the board. Any, any person can do the NASP in the schools. Yeah, it's very funny. The um, the photos that I've taken at the NASP tournaments and all the NASP classes are um, the sh- try and get the shortest kid <laughs> next to the tallest kid. And it's because at the like at our state tournament, you'll have, you know, young kids shooting against high schoolers. And mm-hmm. and so there's a big height difference mm-hmm. and they're just built different. And but they're shooting at the same distance using the same exact bows and arrows at the same exact you know, line and it's uh, it's very cool to see. I know. I was just gonna say, I kind of wish I had that in my schools when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, and it definitely draws a different group of kids um, because, like Adam said, it levels the playing field, and there's no, it's a different type of sport than any other sport. Um, so you'll get kids that you wouldn't think would be, um, you know, into competition or anything like that, and then they they love it they get mm-hmm. like they dive head first into it and uh yeah it's awesome that cool is to see. that is we're in the last minute so anything else you want to say adam just about i job? would say that to anybody listening that has any ideas or has friends that have ideas that by all means get a hold of me contact me um some ideas may not work out but it might be something we didn't think of and to implement better programs for the people of nevada Sounds good. We're excited to have you. We're going to get you back on more <laughs> podcasts in the future. Adam's trying to avoid it, but we're going to get him on more. Cause it's going to be easy because he's in this he's, room. Yeah, <laughs> it's, he's in this room and he's working on so much. I know we're going to have a lot of podcast content from you in the future. Yep. So thanks again, Adam. And thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.